Welcome to Tell Me More About Cohousing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Cohousing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We've broken ground on the first cohousing project in Houston, Texas. In fact, the first in all of Texas. So hello, today it is just me, Kelly. Lynn is off gallivanting around. It's summer, so people are on vacation. So I thought I would recruit someone to come be my sidekick and cohort here. <laughs> so I have a special guest, very, very special to me, a co-housing kid, a child whose uh, life has been shaped by living in co-housing and who also has had the unique perspective of being part of a forming community and who is here without any arm twisting, very little arm twisting. <laughs> this is my middle daughter, Gretchen. Hi. <laughs> and Gretchen and I are going to talk about what it's like to be a kid living in co-housing um, or more specifically this kid living in co-housing because it's probably different for, for every kid. But I thought that might be interesting to people. So Gretchen, you come to our information sessions and you support us in that regard. You can't just nod on a podcast. I, I know, okay. I know. I, I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to know, what are you excited about moving back into co-housing? Well, after coming to all the information, well, not all of them, but a lot of the information sessions and events and stuff and kind of getting to know the people and everything and just kind of like my future neighbors, I'm really excited to moving in so I can see these people more often. I can get to know them a little better because I don't see them like that often, but I think that they're interesting people. And I just, yeah, I'm excited to be around yeah. everybody. What are you looking forward to for the physical space? Because so Gretchen um, and actually all, all of my kids were integral in the design uh, phase. They were all there for it and they got to play with the blocks and the layout. And so is there something you're looking forward to for the physical design? I'm so excited because we have such a cool like spot, <laughs> like on the physical property because we got to play with that stuff. And because we were there, like when it was being built and stuff, we have such a cool view. I'm really excited for that. We have such a nice view of downtown Houston. I have a cool bedroom. Um, <laughs> it's just, I really like the way everything is set up and I think that it's all going to look really cool. Yeah. And especially cause I already know what it's going to look like, like before it's even built and stuff. Yeah. I can get very like hyped up about that. So you get to see things as they go from the 2D into actual buildings. Yes. And then get to walk through them. That's exactly. going to be thrilling. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Well, so what did you like most about when we lived in co-housing? Mm -hmm. um, it's really funny because usually we ask people like, how did you come to co-housing? So right. <laughs> the way you came to co-housing was uh, your family dragged you there. I was four. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what did you like most about living in co-housing? And again, it spans a lot of your childhood. So it there does. may have been different things at different times, but. Well, I really liked um, being around people like all the time, like because it was like a large, it was a large group of people. Like there were a lot of houses and stuff. So I feel yeah. like I got to see people often and I'm an extrovert. I'm like a people person. So that was really like good for me. And I really liked just having like the community. Like I would be able to like, just be like, I don't know, taking the trash out or whatever. And I'd see people and I'd be like, hi. And I'd be like chatting and stuff. And I just feel like that's a very light, easy way to have relationships with your neighbors. Okay. And it's just, yeah, I really liked that. And I'm really looking forward to that. How is that different than your life now? Do you have that same relationship with people you see in our neighborhood? Mm, somewhat. Like I know some of our neighbors, mm -hmm. but I don't really like 
know any of them or I don't really like know what they do or yeah really anything about I know them on like a surface level mm-hmm. and I think you're I, onto something yeah. like there are different levels of knowing people exactly and when I look at things from your perspective you know our neighbors maybe you know their names and maybe you know their dog's name mm-hmm. but you don't know like where they grew up or kind of right. the next layer then co-housing allows you to have that access to adults in a different way than you would in a normal neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Or not a normal neighborhood. <laughs> different like, neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. More of like a general. Neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. So um, when we were talking before, you said that community dinners are something that you uh, really enjoyed. Um, and I, <laughs> I can imagine why, because you got to hang out with your friends and exactly. yeah, see people and have a really nice time. But are there any specific memories that you have of community dinners that you um think of when you think back to that well I just really like sharing meals with people I find mm-hmm. school lunch a lot of fun just because I get to eat with people so I have a lot of f- fond memories of that like experience and stuff but I have this one in particular where there was this like random beach ball or like bouncy ball or something and mm-hmm. it was just from like some random part in the common house and we had like brought it up with us for dinner mm-hmm. and we were just kind of like bouncing it around the table like it was at mostly the kids table but everyone was just eating and chatting and living their lives and then there was this like random beach ball and it's just that kind of like uh like fun energy yeah like that nice energy that everybody's just so chill and it was kind of like spontaneous and nice nice I love that. Yeah. were there times um in our community when adults did things so we talk so when we're talking about housing <laughs> we often talk about like oh it's multi-generational right. so you know there are a lot of people who would serve as parents for you or who mm-hmm. can you know help you in different ways maybe in ways that your own parents can't and so I was wondering if you have any memories of like times when another adult stepped in for your parents or did something that we wouldn't do right well since we were younger we couldn't always be like left alone at home and stuff all Mm -hmm. the time um so we would have like (laughs) forever (laughs) well yeah 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 I mean not so much as we got older but like when we were younger and stuff um and we were just kind of like really close to everyone uh that and so we were able to just be like okay well this person is your check-in and then we just kind of like stop by their house or they'd stop by ours or like we just like they'd see us out and about and they'd like be like oh yeah they're good yeah it's just kind of like it's like more like I don't know I'm not gonna say like more like surveillance because that sounds weird but like (laughs) not even like supervision just like making sure that the kids are okay and that they're safe yeah and they're just more people willing to step in because I feel like when you know everybody like on that kind of like level you know um people are like oh yeah your kid was out doing that I saw them like I don't know fall off a tree but they're fine now yeah yeah like they're just people there to like check in on you and help you yeah but Mm -hmm. you know from my perspective Gretchen Mm -hmm. it really brought home to me when we were at the information session last night and um one of the the couples in our in our community has a baby and they needed to get back because the nanny they had her until you know a certain hour and she's at an age where she needs to go to sleep and they can't you know leave her they can't bring her to the um to the information session and I mean definitely can't can't leave her but (laughs) it reminded me of when you guys were were little and it would be bedtime and it was nice because we could take you home and put you guys to bed and then we could still come back. We could say, oh, we're in the common house and it's close by and it's easy right. to access. And you guys were older, but still you knew where we were and you knew what your resources were around us. Yeah. And so we could do that. It gave us some freedom. And then when you were even older, when we were in the check-in system age where 
I would go to the grocery store and just say like, oh, so-and-so's your check-in. There wasn't also like this real like time commitment because, you know, if I was somebody's check-in and then I made dinner, I would just feed the other kids yeah. who were, you know, my, my check-in people too. It's like and, a lot of shared parenting kind of thing. Yeah. Like, cause you're like, cause like your best friend might have you over for dinner or whatever and their parents feed you, but it's like that. But like often enough that it's like, your friends, your kids' friends are over, you feed them as well. Yeah. Because everyone's just kind of, it's like close-knit like that. Yeah. And the thing I like too is like, it wasn't necessarily even your best friend. It's just like the kid who (laughs) is four or five and their parents are like, sure, you can have dinner. And, you know, they like come back from the playground with you and it's not somebody you would have naturally kind of gravitated towards, but instead they just kind of get swept up in the, in the group of kids. I really like that. great. Yeah. Well, okay. So were there things you think that we wouldn't have done as a family if we hadn't lived in co-housing? Like, how do you think it changed us as a family? Well, there are some things that I feel like some people in our like community were more like, uh, passionate about and stuff like, okay, I'm going to use the example of like the solstices. Okay. <laughs> it's like totally random, but like most people when it's like the summer solstice or whatever, you're like, okay, longest day. That's cool. Shorter from now, I guess. Um, but then, but like there, there was like a whole like event out of it and people who like knew a lot about this thing would like pull it all together with like candles and people would like sing and it was just kind of, it was like random, but it was also really nice Yeah, like that. And we definitely would not have done that because we're just like, it's just different. And another thing is with the community dinners, like, I feel like we have people over for dinner with some frequency, um, like at least like once a week or something. And I don't think that we would have uh we would be like doing that so much if we knew because like I don't know I feel like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it but, no, wait, um, I agree with you Gretchen because it's really easy as the adult it's really easy to just get pulled along by the current of kid activities you know what I mean right. and it's like oh Friday night we've got to get you guys here Saturday night there's this thing Sunday blah 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 right and instead because we've had that experience in causing I block off times where I'm like I'm not saying yes to other kids stuff, like the schedule of our family. Instead, right. we're just going to have this thing happen in our family. Right. Like Sunday nights, we either go over or we have someone over. Yeah. It's deliberate. Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't think that we would have, we would be doing that as much if we weren't, if we hadn't had the experience of community dinners and like the whole like shared meal thing. Yeah. It's just like a different experience. And well, I'm so like sorry that we haven't like... celebrated solstice since we've left. <laughs> <laughs> important to you. <laughs> Well, the other one that I think about is um, as you guys got older, it became easier to let go of things that were really important when you were little, like um, carving a jack-o'-lantern is the biggest pain in the neck. And it's always a time of year when you're just like, oh, really, we have to do this by this date. Um, And it's fun, but it's not that fun um, as the adult because there's a lot of cleanup and a lot of work, right? Um, But in co-housing, some other adult is always willing to take it on, is always willing to do it. And so I felt like it really extended that uh, decorating Easter eggs is the other one that yes. I don't particularly personally love. And yet me neither. It's just if someone's offering, you're going to yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It helped, I think, extend that part of your childhood mm-hmm. beyond where I would have kind of just uh, let right. it go. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so are there other things that are family? Like, I feel like we benefited from other people's expertise in things. Um not only in the celebration of the solstice, but also, you know, we were in Colorado and so it was very outdoorsy. Yes, definitely. So um, when we were there, we would do this like hot trip thing where we would all go and snowshoe up to this like 
all being us and other yeah, 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 families. Yeah. yeah. Um, like hot thing <laughs> in like the middle of the forest. Yeah. In like early spring. And like, that is definitely not something we would have done at that age. Like my first hot trip, I was like six or seven. Yeah. Like most people would not take their six or seven year old miles into the wilderness to go and live in a hut for a weekend. <laughs> like that's just like totally random. But there are these, but then there were some families that had like done that a lot Yeah, and their kids were a bit older. So we felt like comfortable and we we're like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And now we, and then because we did that and we kind of like had that like experience and stuff we were able to take hut trips like just as just with our family and like once we moved out and stuff yeah and I feel like that's really it's really nice because it's kind of like a lasting impression I benefited from that too Gretchen I remember in um in Grey Rock I was like I wonder what age you know kids are old enough to go backpacking and they were like well can they walk and I was like uh, yeah, <laughs> they're like, um, then they're definitely old enough to carry a backpack and to go backpacking. And I was like, oh, it really reframed that for me Yeah, and made me feel more adventurous because I knew that other people had done it. Yeah. yeah okay. How about the idea of a shared economy? We talk about that a lot in housing. Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shared economy is like, instead of going and buying something, you just borrow it from a neighbor or, Um, or you all go in together to buy one, you know, of the things that you need rather than each of you having your own. So I was wondering in the kid world of co-housing, how does that feel to you? Right. So, okay. So I have this memory of this one time I was like dying a cloak for a Halloween costume and we had like the dye and everything, but then we were reading the box and we were like, oh, we need like salt or something. I don't know. It's just something for the dye. We're like, but we don't have any salt. And then it was going to get like pushed to a later day and then it might not have gone done. Then we were like, okay, well, we can ask one of our neighbors if they have salt. And we went and we got the salt we needed. And we either like, I don't know, we must have like traded them like eggs or just some, some like staple or something, or we'll be like, okay, well, we'll give you salt later. Or maybe they just like gave it to us or something. Yeah. But like, it's the kind of thing where you can be like, hey, I need this. Can I borrow it? And they'll be like, yeah, no problem. Because um, it's just, it's just, everyone's kind of like close like that. That's so funny you bring that yeah. up because I feel like, like maybe 20 to 30% of my adult life now is running to HEB to get the things that we have. Honestly, Honestly, it's like so much, you know, and it used to just be like, post it email, like, does anyone have an avocado or does it, and I miss that, that yeah. was, yeah, I spent a lot less of my time at the grocery store. Exactly. Yeah. I also think about the shared economy. Um, one of the sweetest things I think was watching younger, uh, kids run down the pedway in your dresses, like <laughs> clothes that yeah. we, you know, that you guys had outgrown and we would just pass them along to the next person. Yeah. Because and- they're like different, like, age like there was a group like of kids like around my age and stuff but then there was also a group of kids that were like a couple years younger and so whenever um my group would like grow out of things we just like gave them to the other group yeah. and then for years after that you would see your same t-shirt being worn by like nine different people and you're like oh look at that yeah they have my t-shirt now I think there was like one community raincoat that had gone through like we have it I think I think, so. I think we lost it but we had it no actually you know I think actually who used it was uh, a kid who's in co-house in Houston uh we loaned oh, it yes. out yeah, yes, 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 yes. yeah. <laughs> that's so funny so it's actually like we should interview it. It's, it's a like, veteran of two causes. It is. <laughs> yeah. So um, did you, when we talk about like family, you know, eyes watching over kids, did you ever feel like it was too much? You were like, oh, I don't want to say surveillance, but <laughs> yeah. did you ever feel like it was too much, too many? It pulled you into an adult world too much, or you felt like it was um, 
created security for you? What did you I think? feel like it created security, but also like our last co-housing, it was like a large piece of land, just like just like generally speaking, it was just yeah. like a large space. And there were not that many limits. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, by, know, that, I, I by just, the time that you got there, by that right, age. I had a freedom. lot of freedom. Yeah. So I didn't feel like it was too much because I could like go off to like some distant part of the neighborhood with my friends and know that like we're okay because A, if anything happens, uh, there are people. But if anything doesn't happen, we're totally fine to just like be here. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe it would bother me a little bit more now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. But also the causing Houston, it's smaller and it's also in the middle of like, it's like urban. Yeah. And so I feel like that would also bother me less because I feel like the more security you have in that kind of environment is better. Okay. Like, you know, just because it's like there are more people around and there's just like, like more when you come home later and right. you know, I mean, you're not at an age where you're coming home really by yourself after dark, but presumably one day you will. Yeah, be. exactly. Yeah. And I want to know that I'm just going to be okay from a couple blocks away. I'm just like, I know I'm in like a yeah, nice people. little safe zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So are you excited about being in a city? Is that, does that feel right to you right now? In your I'm age? very excited. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So I really like the city, just like generally speaking mm-hmm. more than, uh, more than like rural or areas, more rural areas. Thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're you know welcome. what I meant. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like even though we have less like physical space, it's mm-hmm. still better because you're, mo- you're closer to everything else. And there are more people. And like I said, I'm an extrovert. So I just really like that kind of energy. Okay. And yeah. So yes. you're at a stage of your life where you really want to be connected to a bigger city and mm-hmm. bigger, just like something bigger than our little plot of land. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, I wonder if that's an age thing too, you know, like yeah. maybe, maybe in, in your retirement, will you want to retire to field somewhere or no, no. no? Okay. So would you live in co-housing as an adult? Do you think knowing, knowing what you know now? Okay. Because I've lived in it in the past, mm-hmm. I think I would, because I have no idea how adults make friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like I have like school and I see these people like every single day Yeah, and they have like work or like, I don't know, like a place of worship or something, but like, <laughs> like what do adults that's do? How do adults do it? So yeah. I was thinking like that intentional community would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because I've lived in it in the past and I know like what I'm getting into and stuff, yeah. I definitely think that I would. Um, it is, yeah. it's interesting because you are really enmeshed in, in a form of intentional community in a school. Exactly. Um, although the decision-making is different than yeah. it is in co-housing and different as, you know, as an adult in co-housing, you have a lot more agency. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I wanted to know how, so when we were in the car last night, we were going through the names of, you know, who, who you guys knew in co-housing and kind of, you know, how, how far your reach goes, because Mm -hmm. you do see some people more than you see others. Um, and so I was wondering how you, as a kid, who's not in the, you don't come to all of our, you know, community meetings, um, but you do come to information sessions. Like how Mm -hmm. have you gotten to know people? How does that work for you intergenerationally? How do you get to know them? Well, I think that because we're all like in this little like community thing, we all, like kind of genuinely care about what's up in each other's lives and stuff. And so we'll be like, hi, how are you doing? And not just like surface level stuff that you would talk to, like with your like regular neighbors, but I don't know. It feels like, um, I definitely don't know some people because <laughs> yeah. like, I'll be like showing people where to go at the information sessions. And I'll be like, 
you knew, but I don't want to say mm-hmm. anything because they're probably not. And I just don't know them. Yeah. Then there's some people that I see like with some frequency and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think it's just like the more I'm like exposed to these people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, That to me speaks to like, you need to have everyday encounters in order yeah. to be able to develop that relationship. Right. And- like I'll definitely know them all like by the time, well, maybe just like a little bit after we move in and stuff. And I just kind of like see them around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's so funny, Gretchen. I remember when we were describing co-housing to people before we we left our neighborhood in Colorado and people would be like, do you really know each of your neighbors? I'm like, yes, we really know each of our neighbors. Exactly. And I remember going with you guys and like when we had moved in, you know, a little bit after we moved in, like we as a family would be like, okay, so-and-so lives here, so-and-so lives here, so-and-so lives here. Like, and you guys knew adults, children, dogs, you know, like everybody, right, like where exactly. does everybody belong in it? And I think that's really a nice sense of integration. Yeah. And it's just like knowing, like, I don't know, like everybody in your grade or whatever, just cause like you just see all these people all the time. And so you just kind of like, without you even trying or without you even doing anything, you just know these people. Yeah. Like you start placing exactly. them. Exactly. Awesome. Yep. All right. Is there anything else you want to say about this or anything you want to say about what you're looking forward to with, with co-housing Houston specifically? Um, I think I kind of covered it. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what Gretchen has to say about co-housing. Yes. All right. Gretchen, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And thank you so much for stopping by. We're so glad you clicked on our episode today. For more information about our project, Co-Housing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about co-housing, we like cohousing.org. We're also really active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Co-Housing Houston. Thanks.